0: Yo, hey. yeah. <laughs> so this is day two of the SNC, SNCC. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I didn't even know my own event. Um, we have Adam Wheeler with us to start Yo. the day off. Um, yeah, <laughs> he's the creator of the Secret Protectors. Um, Yeah, he's got the shirt and everything. So, yeah. Uh, Who are you? And, like, yeah, what else you got going on?
1: (laughs) Um, Well, I mean, I live in the UK. Um, At the moment, we're in a lockdown. Um, So, to be honest, I don't have an awful lot of things going on. Um, I have spent... Most this year, kind of watching all the good TV that I could um, and even some bad TV because I've run out of good TV to watch. I've rewatched The Sopranos for like the third time as well. Um, Yeah, um, but we also had the Kickstarter this year. So, you know, I have got that to be thankful for. Um, We, you know, it was our second, you know, second Kickstarter, although it's kind of our third. I mean, I was saying to you just before we uh, came on that um, I, I suck with like as I said to you like because we've messaged before i've never actually spoken to you before so it's cool to get to speak to you and thank you for you know having me on with you guys it's uh it's really cool to you know get to communicate with some people outside of the bubble um, yeah i mean it was our third kickstarter officially because our First one, um, we got it all set up with, uh, you know, ready to go. And then I just pressed launch to see what would happen, not thinking that that was the actual launch button. Like, I thought that it would take me through to the <laughs> screen to confirm it. But it didn't. So it was like nuts. So we quickly filled that one with, you know, whatever, and set up a new page and then did it at the right time. So this was our Star second and kind of third Kickstarter.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've seen some people actually do that. Um, mm. I, I I always forget, even though know, like I'm not like new to Kickstarter, but like anytime I see that button, I'm like, wait, can I press this now? I'm not mm. going to, just in case. But yeah,
1: how, how many have you done? Uh, A
0: okay, so,
2: <laughs> so
0: we did two successful ones right now. Yeah. We <laughs> are you
2: found? Are you Chronicles of Horror?
0: Yeah, I'm counting that, because we published the thing. So. be three? What's the other one? Oh, three. Three. We, got, we did three. Wow, I forgot about the first one.
2: <laughs> we did, we did this, this
0: matter. Yeah, so <laughs> the first one we did was the original Seer Chronicles, and that was issue one. Uh, and then uh, it was that, and we got enough to uh, print our first solo series, Inc., mm-hmm. which a lot of people liked. And... Um, so we're coming up with a second one of that next year, hoping. And then this year we did two. We were trying to do way more than that, but like if I did that, I think this thing wouldn't have happened just because mm-hmm. like I would be like just drained completely. Yeah. Uh, Kickstarter does that. So we did the first one, and then the second one was uh, Seer Chronicles 1 and 2, but the first one is remastered. So, like, anybody that's getting the new first one is, like, mm. it's, like, 20-something more pages. 21 more pages. Cool. Yeah, 20. 20 more pages. And uh, yeah, and then there's the second issue, which just looks awesome. Amazing, man. Yeah. I, 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 I'm I the same as you, man. I find...
1: Well... Kickstarter, I just, it it's so, it's like all consuming, like every moment of the day, once it's running, because you know, your, your name's attached to it, you know, you want to make a success of it, you know, best you can. Um, and yeah, I mean, literally every waking moment is almost, you know, what can I do next? What can I do next? You know, it's like reaching out to people, trying to, you know, hopefully get people a little bit enthusiastic about it. Um, you know, and people are like, yeah, I'm going to back it. I'm going to back it. And you're like, can you back it now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, because you get that, that late sort of run of people, thankfully. Um, yeah. uh, it just,
0: yeah. For our Seer Chronicles one that we did this year, it was the first, like, super successful one that we've done so far. Minus Chronicles of Horror, but Chronicles of Horror had, like, a lower goal this one had 1500 yeah and that's not like super high or anything but mm-hmm. um didn't think we were going to get $1000 in the first day <laughs> and we did and i was like oh okay i guess you know building an audience works so <laughs> we we actually have that as a panel later on in the day um but yeah so <laughs> we got like a thousand thousand something in the yeah. first day and then like I don't want to, like, I I would like to get funded on the first day for, like, in the future, but, like, it's really, like, a slow crawl after that, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, I think we got up to, I want to say around, sort of, maybe around 50% fairly early, and then for us, sort of, everything after that was quite, you know, a bit of a slog. I mean, it's interesting, because with a lot of um, uh, you guys, when you're based in America, like, because before doing a Kickstarter, I was, you know, trying to find out the best way of going about doing one. Because, you know, it's kind of obvious, you know, if, if you don't want to suck at something, at least try and, you know, see what other people have done and, you know, how they've worked it. And um, one of the big things was, you know, like you were just saying, you know, build, try and build a bit of an audience first of all. So when Ben and I, um, Ben's the artist, Ben Nunn, when we both teamed up to work on this, I mean, it's gone really quick. This was back in like 2017. Um, when we first got together, um, and we, we're we like equal partners on it. So, you know, he has 50%, I have 50%, um, just because I, I think it works best for both of us that way. Like, I, I think we both benefit from working as part of a team where we can both, you know, go over the ideas and, and see what works, see what doesn't work. Um, but saying that, I mean, obviously, he does a hell of a lot more work than I do because he's the artist and I'm just you know <laughs> writing things, etc. But, um, yeah, so he, um, he leaves sort of like you know the social media side of things to me, which you know, I suck at, but you know, I try my best. Um, but yeah, so we built up our audience first of all by, um, we did issue one and we did some like events and stuff with that, and we just tried to get people's email addresses just so we could you know put them on our mailing list sort of thing. and I mean, I, I hate sort of bothering people more often than what I have to. So, I mean, I could probably do with emailing people more often, but I just I don't want to. I, unless I've got something that's worth their time, I don't really want to – because I know what I'm like on my – like, if I receive emails from people, like, incessantly, even if they were probably going to offer me something really good, um, you know, I'll probably just end up deleting it if I'm getting emails all the time. Um, but, yeah, no, we we yeah, we built up a bit of a following, thankfully, with Issue 1 um, – which like yourself in our, our recent Kickstarter was for volume one, so issues one to four. Um and as I'm sure you guys know, like when you start printing single issues, like after time it can be a bit costly. Especially if you've got you know, if you've got to manage an inventory of issue one, issue two, issue three, issue four, it's um it's a bit Quite like finicky because then you've got to work out how many you're going to need of each issue, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So when we've come to doing this one, we thought, do you know what, we've we had printed issues one and two, that was our first Kickstarter, but we thought this time we would just put three and four all in one book with one and two. Ben went through and redone a fair amount of issue one as well because he hated issue one, <laughs> um, as I think most artists do, probably when they, I mean, this was Ben's first comic basically um so i think having looked back on it he was unhappy with a fair amount of it by the looks of it so he he, he redid he redid quite a lot of it i probably said like a third of it was redone but nearly the whole thing was re-lettered because ben does all of it he does lettering you know inks pencils colors he does everything so you know i'm, I'm very fortunate to have found someone who believes in you know the secret protectors as much as i do Um but yeah here we are you know we've got volume one now, which I feel like is a real milestone. Um, you know, when you're putting all your effort into something like this, when you see these sort of, you know, issue one, issue two, and then, oh, wow, you know, we've now got like, you know, a full volume one. I think it's about 160 pages. i can hold it up, actually. We had it, um, had it arrive earlier on today. Um, this is issue one, uh, sorry, volume one. Um, so, but, so I mean, it's, it's, it's a beast of a book. Um, so I'm looking forward to finally getting round to. I sent out an update
2: earlier on for our Kickstarter um, people that are back. going to say that's about the size of like a typical graphic novel. So yeah.
1: Cool. yeah. Exactly. Um, I sent out an update earlier on, letting everyone know that they've arrived. The only thing we're waiting on now is our art prints, um, which again should arrive any day now, and then I can finally sit down and, you know, start packing people's items up, and I can't wait. And my wife can't wait even more because. <laughs> Literally for about the last, because I knew I was doing this Kickstarter this year, I've been hoarding boxes. So anytime a box arrives, I don't live in a particularly big place. We live in like a two bedroom. Um, it's not a flat. It's not an apartment. Like It's called a masonette. I don't know if you guys have like masonettes in America. Is that like um, a like, townhome? Uh, so it's all on one floor, but we have the garden, but then there's an upstairs, which is separate, if that makes sense. So, well, uh, kind of like so makes sense. Kind of like a yeah. vertical duplex. As yeah. yeah, I guess so. I guess so. I guess so. Um, so, yeah, we, we don't have loads of space, Um, but fortunately it's just us and, and the dog. Um, So the second bedroom at the moment has become like, I've probably got about 40 boxes in there. Um, I've got like all my envelopes as well, but just I thought anytime I have like a good box, I'm going to save it for, for this. So I've got loads and loads of boxes in there ready for, you know, sitting down and finally chipping things out which
2: I, I just cannot wait to get
1: done
2: you know yeah. greg is, greg saw my old apartment i used to do that because i sold stuff on ebay and yeah them yeah. stuff so i never knew like how big i might need the box so i saved the yeah. box so yeah. i didn't have a dining room yeah, yeah. I, I had a yeah. box storage room <laughs> yeah. yeah a post office yeah pretty yeah. much i mean we <laughs> Again, really lucky,
1: like literally my post office, my nearest post office is just around the corner so I can literally walk to it in 30 seconds. I'm so well-placed
0: to yeah. get all this I, stuff sent out now. Mine's not that far away either. I can drive, I can drive to mine. It's like it's technically around the corner, I guess. But yeah, a 30
2: second drive, yeah. yeah. It was.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, But yeah, um, for our Seer Chronicles, like for printing, we're printing one and two, but once we mm-hmm. get to the f- maybe the third, that would either be all together or yeah. probably wait until the fifth. So it would be mm-hmm. one, two, three, four, five. At, Cause six, or maybe until six, I don't know. <laughs> but six, <laughs> six, no six
2: closes two. the series. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Cause mm-hmm. six like closes like a, a huge arc, like actually two yeah. like huge arcs. And then it opens up to the rest of the story mm-hmm. uh, for the rest. So six is already a graphic novel in itself until it gets edited, you know, until he like, comes <laughs> in, starts chopping things away. Yeah. Um, but um, I, re- I started writing like, uh, tables instead of, like, writing all the issues out. So after I wrote up to issue five, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to keep writing <laughs> until he, like, starts looking at this stuff. So he's okay. like, oh, that's a really good idea. let just do the table. I'm like, okay. So it's, like, way faster, too, because I already kind of had things written out. I just have yeah. to read the actual dialogue that would go along with it. So I have, like, motivation um, of the character, because that's, like, a huge thing. Like, why mm-hmm. are they doing this thing? Why are they there? Because, you know, I used to be like, oh, they just have to be there. <laughs> and Dylan's like, well, why? I'm like, I don't know. Um, and then there's plot points and all other things like that. So I just yeah. list all that, and I, I say, like, how many pages I might ha- use. So I, yeah. for the sixth issue, it's up to, like, hundred pages or something like that. It might not be a hundred pages, but it's gonna be somewhere around that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> like, no, that was not. but I was trying to make that like kind of a graphic novel of itself because it kind of ends everything, but we probably will yeah. put one to six in a graphic novel format. So
1: and yeah. then well, I was listening ones. to some of um last night you were talking to uh what are you was talking with uh, it was about the world building and like character building stuff. Uh, it was like you, Chuck, uh another Greg. Um yeah. is it Tyre? Ty it Tyr. Um I can't remember there was there was someone else, I can't remember it was now. Um
0: Josh Harris.
1: Yes, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean I, I, it was interesting listening to like, you know, what everyone was saying. And yeah, I couldn't obviously I completely agree with you know the points that were being made around like, you know, it's you know kind of what your characters can and can't do you know powers wise is kind of irrelevant you know you really sort of want to f- figure out why the characters want to do do anything in the first place you know what what makes them get up you know um and i don't know about you like I, I, is another talk you were, another person you're talking to again i'm sorry i can't recall who it was now but you were talking about how in your in your mind you had about probably 50 odd issues kind of written in your yeah, mind yeah. For, for this um which is a hell of a lot of issues. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, um, I don't know what your sort of process was. Um, I mean, personally, what I found, I kind of came up with the idea for The Secret Protectors without really knowing that I had come up with the idea for The Secret Protectors, if, if that makes any kind of sense whatsoever. I didn't sit down, I wasn't consciously thinking to myself, um, I want to do this story. Um, the story if anything kind of found me like i used to play um this I was a teenager i'm like 35 now um when i was a teenager i used to play city of heroes i don't know if you guys ever played it or heard of it i think i've heard of it yeah it's it was like a it was a bit like world of warcraft but with superheroes instead of like hawks and stuff um and it shut down in, like, 2012. But on that game, you could make your own superhero. You could give them, you know, whatever powers you wanted. Um, and you could write them a backstory. And I used to – I couldn't used to be able to play a character unless I wrote them a backstory. Um, I don't know why. It's just, just the way my brain worked, you know. So I had all these um, characters. In the end, I got, like, addicted to just making characters. Even if I didn't really play them much, I had, like, all these, like, really low-leveled, characters you know it's like on like an mmo it takes like years to get a character like a decent, decent level and i i'd kind of get bored and move on to the next you know story before then um so yeah i ended up like saving all these characters in my uh like in my head and just i don't know like over years watching you know other other stories take place, be it in comics or in film. I just sort of come, settled on the idea of, do you know, what? I've actually got a story I think that would would work, and that's kind of where it sort of all, you know, fermented to begin with. And weird as it is, how, how did you come up with your sort of, you know, premise idea, like setting?
0: I was bored one day, <laughs> um, and then uh, once I started writing, because I like just opened my laptop like 2014 or something I'm not gonna ever say the whole story but uh, yeah. I like was watching the show that just was reruns like that's all it is now. Everybody mm-hmm. loves Raymond so I just kept watching it. Yeah. I was just watching yeah. that and I was like I've seen this like a million times and uh, then I just started typing and I was like, oh first I saw like song lyrics that I used to write like forever ago. I was mm-hmm. like, oh I never did anything with that that sucks. So they are just still chilling in like a folder somewhere. But I'm going to use them in our comics at some point. That's cool. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, we have this whole, like, world. Well, obviously, we do world building, like, to the max. But um, I started writing, and it was just about, like, a firefighter goes into a, like, research lab. That Like, the first sentence is something along the lines of that. And then I was like, oh, research lab. Like, that kind of, like, you know, goes to, like, you know, Oscorp and stuff like that. That could be a superhero thing. But, like, I didn't know that until I was, like, writing, like, I got to, like, halfway through the, like, 1,200-page story thing that I was writing. And -hmm. then my grandma, I, like, mentioned it to my grandma at, like, a Thanksgiving or something a couple years ago. And she's, like, oh, that's, like, a graphic novel. And she's, like, how many pages do you have now? I'm, like, oh, it's almost, like, 1,200. She's just, like, looking at me like I have three heads. (laughs) And uh, I was, like, yeah. So (laughs) then after it was in, like, story format, I had to break it into... Well, I broke it down into like a storyboard format, so it wasn't even like a script for comics because that <laughs> first script we I kind of gave our artists last year for the first original issue it was more. I of can a storyboard. just imagine.
1: I can imagine you like in this room. Do you know, do you know that um, it's a meme all the time. You see um, Charlie out of the always sunny of like all the things plastered on the wall and you're just looking at the guy like this there's no pepe yeah. <laughs> um. this is how it all joins together and yeah. everyone's just like your brains Look at you like what's happening
0: <laughs> so when i so when i um was writing that like for the f- like first three months of writing i barely slept and that's not like a joke. Like I literally yeah. barely slept because anytime I had an idea like floating in my head, I was like, Oh, I can use this person. Cause I use people that are in like my life for the most part. And I either use their personality, that it actually is, or like there's a certain character that we use. I kind of tweaked them a little and I made him like just a piece of shit. So he <laughs> he's like he's a really interesting character that we have. Just just a little. Only a little bit, yeah. Yeah. I'm just like I'm gonna turn that up a little bit. That was at a six there. You don't want to see me at a ten. So, uh, so he like just became a really interesting character after like Dylan's like let's like go more into his story. And I was like, oh, I was just gonna kill him. And uh, he's like, no, no, we're not gonna just kill people. You're not George R. R. Martin. So I was like, oh, okay. So, um, I started turning into like comics and stuff after just not sleeping for months, and I was like, "Wow, that's a really good idea, and then I had to find an artist, and actually, where I found Dylan was, like, on Craigslist. He was the (laughs) first and only person that, like, answered my ad, but I wasn't looking for a graphic designer. I wasn't looking for, like, an artist because I didn't really know what I was looking for. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, that's not really what you need, and I can't really draw, but I can, like, do graphic design stuff, and then, like, we started talking for, like, a year before we actually met, and then we met and then uh,
2: did a blood oath. <laughs> <laughs> blood it's,
1: weird, it, it's weird how these things work. I mean, we did you guys, were you like, did you already live fairly near to one another?
0: I uh, didn't even know that we were anywhere that nearby. Um, so I did live around here, like where I live now, well, a city away. And he actually lived in where I live right now. Not the exact <laughs> apartment, but yeah. down the street. And then I moved to Florida because, you know, sometimes people make terrible decisions. So I am <laughs> so I moved to Florida with a friend. And um, I lived in a dining room for like three months. Mm. And that was terrible. So <laughs> then I, I moved back here. And then I was like, well, I'm not moving back there. So mm. then we actually met. And the first place I think we met was at like a networking, like thing. Mm. I think that was the first place we ever like actually like met. Maybe it was like actually at his apartment, and then the next time we met, we went. Yeah, maybe
2: that's what it was. There. I think we went there after we had first met. Yeah,
0: yeah. But like, but one of the, so one of the first like, times Jesus. we met, we were one of the first times we met. We like clicked like basically instantly because like he's like yeah. So like, what's like, what do you want to do out of this like company? And then I like, well, not even a company. Like this comic it wasn't even going to be a full like company and stuff. And then we just started branching off of each other, like what we were like talking about. He's mm-hmm. like, "Well, I know stuff about marketing." I was like, oh, okay, I don't know anything about that." <laughs> then we started talking about like this guy Gary B and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. I should get like a, I should have a dollar jar every time I mentioned his name. Yeah, it sure he is. He's hiding yeah. the wall.
1: Uh, <laughs> so. I just think it's weird how things work out, you know. Like me and yeah. Ben, I I um I didn't grow up far from where I live now. Like where I live now is probably like ten miles or so from where I grew up. Um, and it was only when I moved in, um, you know, me and my wife now I own our place. We moved in, and I just, you know, I would had this idea for ages, and I just kind of like like you were saying, it sort of became a little bit all encompassing. Like you couldn't really, there was no, there was no any minute that your brain was working like even if you were trying to do other things you were like being drawn back to this thing so like you i sort of you know open up the laptop and did some writing and bits and pieces and um i can't draw at all so i started thinking you know what what could i do with this and because in my heart it is you know very much a superhero story um you can't couldn't I couldn't see myself I'm not nearly like talented enough to write it as a book and also you know if it's superheroes it has to be a comic you know, it has to be um so you know I started looking for you know someone you know who I could work with and it turns out like Ben literally lived like five minutes down the road so I found him online just randomly and yeah he lives like five minutes down the road from where I had moved to and it's just like so weird that as what you're saying there like you know you sort of moved around a bit and you've been talking for a while but then turns out you only kind of live not far from each other anyway
0: yeah it's,
1: it's, it's weird isn't it you know like how you know it all sort of you know converges at the right time yeah
0: that was like he's like oh we should actually like try to meet and I was like I, I I'm in Florida now <laughs> and he's like oh and then we had our first meeting our first meeting like together was him me and this other guy that we had <laughs> As a as a business partner, and um, yeah, he didn't really work out. But uh, <laughs> did
1: you think it killed he, off then? Or...
0: <laughs> he didn't do.
1: No,
2: he's a good good kid, but yeah, just, yeah,
0: he, he just didn't know what he wanted to do with his life, so he yeah. he, he didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> but if I had him now, he would be actually helpful, I think. Because he he would actually we we would actually have tasks for him to do things because yeah I was just in, trying to figure out like what yeah he do. in
2: the beginning he was like bored because we were doing all the building phase and not like the growth phase because nothing was built yet and basically he was impatient so like again like he's a nice kid I have no no qualms or anything it was just like I'm kind of glad that he left early because like it would have sucked to split <laughs> split hmm. the company with somebody. who – didn't want to do the hard work in the beginning and only wanted to reap benefits later.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I before, mean, don't get me wrong. I, I'm open to someone coming in and give me a boatload of money if they <laughs> want to split things. That's fine. Like they can, they can come in. Like you know, yeah, not on the that's, ground that's, floor. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah I know what you mean. I know. Yeah. 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 So Everyone needs to pull in the same. Direction. That
2: means that they took the time to build that wealth, which means they still are patient enough. They they can mm-hmm. see. Yeah, like that. That's the difference. He, he was young enough. He hasn't he hasn't built anything yet. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And uh I actually found him on, like, a blog somewhere, and I was actually, like, just looking for someone to, like, help us uh with anything, and then he just was super, like, enthusiastic and stuff, and, yeah, he's he's a cool kid, just, like, kid. Um <laughs> I didn't know how old he was at first, and then I found out his age, I was like, oh, hmm, should have throw, probably asked you that before.
2: <laughs> That's what I asked you. I asked Greg because at that time I thought Greg knew the guy. I was like, he was like, he was like friends with him. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh no, I kind of met him like I met you just someplace else. And I was like, where? He's like, Reddit or something like that. Yeah, it was like something like that. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, I'm like, well, we're about to sign a contract for business. Yeah. You know, more, <laughs> uh, more details. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So are you guys both, did you both, like, are you
1: both born and raised in New York or?
2: Uh, yeah. Born in uh, Albany, New York, and then lived in uh, near Saratoga, New York, most of my life. Then I moved to the all back. I moved to the Albany area. I lived there, worked there, and now I live in Nashville, Tennessee.
0: Cool. I've been yeah. around them, huh? Yeah. yeah, I just live in upstate New York. Um, for those three months, I lived in Florida. Yeah, that was terrible. And then I yeah. moved back.
1: See, so it's, it's so weird. Like, so I've been to. Um, the states a few times. I went to California last year because we, I, me and my wife got married last year, and we did our honeymoon in California. We did like a little road trip. <laughs> Just, we did like a little road trip, hired a car, um, and you know drove around a bunch of different places and saw all the sites, some as many sites as you can see in like twelve days.
2: You uh, go northern California.
1: We well, we landed in San Francisco, and we. A load of a whole route and we went like from san francisco to um sonoma to like over to lake tahoe we went up into vegas for we went to virginia city it's like an old cowboy sort of town that's like got all like the wooden sidewalks and stuff it was really cool like for a touristy sort of place yeah it was really cool
2: um, um, and then we drove
1: all the way back down and we ended up in la eventually like I said, it was 12 days and we stayed in a bunch of different places Um, But then I've also been to um, Manhattan a couple of times. Um, And it's just so like, because the UK it's like, I'm not like knocking anywhere outside of London, but London is kind of, you know, it is the capital and um, you know, it's by far in a way, you know, the biggest city. There's not really any comparison. Whereas it's weird in like in America, you've in the States, you've got like big cities, like in a lot of places, so like you saying, like, you know, oh, you move from, you know, New York to, to Florida. I know, you know, it might not have worked out, it might not have been for you, but the fact that you've got that ability to move around so freely between, like, these massive cities, these different places, um, I don't know, I just think I've always been kind of a little bit jealous of that to a certain degree because I, I just, I think that's cool. Yeah, like, I, I do, I think it's cool that you've got all these, you know, massive places, whereas in the UK, like, yeah, we've got Manchester, we've got Liverpool, Birmingham, um but i don't know it's, it's not the same it's not the same
0: well if i lived probably in a different area in florida i probably would have still been there maybe mm. i don't know um because people are like oh why are you moving back to new york and i was like well my stepdad died uh. so that's why not like i wasn't like a huge fan of him he, he, <laughs> like, but like like how he went was like shitty so mm. um but like I was like, oh, this is the perfect excuse to, like, leave this place. So I left. I was like, oh, great. Um. So um, I lived in a dining room there, like, in a house <laughs> that had, like, 8, 10 people in total. Yeah. I like privacy. I had no privacy because I was in a dining room. And, like, right now, not even, like, a dining room, really. It was, like, like a den that was connected to their kitchen. And the kitchen mm-hmm. is, like, open concept kind of. So, like. I had no privacy at all. Our first meeting that we had, like video chatting, um, the dudes, how the house that I was in, that guy that was um, that owned the house, he was like cutting tile in like the room, like next to where I was. Yeah, not even a table <laughs> saw, a tile
2: saw. So yeah, you're piercingly sharp. Yeah. So like
0: all you hear is like what is happening? oh, he's like tile for his bathroom or something. Does he know we're doing a meeting? Yeah, he doesn't care. It's absolutely-
1: <laughs> He does not give what in it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, he gives that many folks.